0: This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to YouTube.com/slash/ComicPop or Comic Pop Returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Off The Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is the comic book review show where we take the books in the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Also, very special episode for today. For one, we got at least two different discussion topics because big things are happening in the comic book industry and around the comic book industry. Things are happening to the comic book to the comic book industry and the comic book industry, of course is always like what what are we gonna do to react and usually it's nothing but hang in there because we're gonna get into it but before we do i want to mention that we are doing a special giveaway today i want to thank image comics for providing it uh, I, yes. man, I feel like Doctor Otto Octavius, being like, I want to thank Harry Osborn and Oscorp Industries for providing the funding I need to get the precious tritium that makes this project go. So here why uh in feel, what I don't know, the movie lives rent in front of my head. But anyway, oh, okay, why not? Uh, one lucky recipient one is going me- to win, not one, not two, okay. nine variant covers for September's primordial number one from Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino.
1: Whoa. Nine? Nine varying one, covers. One person, one
0: person nine covers, one winner, as how was already established. It? How will they win it? How can you win it? Well, let me tell you how you're going to win it. First of all, you got to have at least three different criteria. The first of which is you got to be here and you got to be here till the end of the show. That's number one. Number two, you got to live in the United States because I ain't shipping it. Images shipping it. They want you to be. Within shipping distance without it costing an Continental. arm and a leg. Continental United States, that's the way it's gotta be. So, in order to enter, you gotta be here. You gotta be here to the end. Mm-hmm. You gotta live in the US. I'm sorry about you, Canadians and Australians. I know you're there. I'm sure there's other people in other countries. I'm just picking you guys out in general. It's like when you say, like, this, this show goes out to Mark. And then, you know, because you know there's gonna be at least one Mark watching. Right, right, so,
1: right.
0: right. Uh, so those are the other criteria and uh in order to enter to win you got to use the hashtag 1961 it's a very important year that factors into the book i won't give away too much uh but use the hashtag 1961 you only have to use it once okay. and you're entered into the random pool that our mod will use to draw from and then they're going to contact me clandestinely during the show towards the end i'm going to keep reminding you tiffany i'm sure we will as well remind you to hashtag 1961 if you're new and you've just entered the show you can enter to win but you only have to do it the one time you don't have to spam the chat and in fact i'd prefer if you didn't okay but but just enter hashtag 1961 you'll be entered to win randomly and you could win nine variant covers for a book that's coming out that uh is actually quite good i read it myself it's written by uh, by uh, jeff lemire
1: i have the description
0: oh please read the description for uh, mind-bending
1: sci-fi or mind-bending sci-fi collides with cold war world Cold War thriller in this six-issue miniseries by best-selling Eisner-winning creative team by Gideon Falls. In 1957, the USSR launched a do- the dog Laika into Earth's orbit. Two years later, the USA responded with two monkeys, Abel and Baker. These animals never returned, but unbeknownst to everyone, they did not die in orbit. They were taken, and now they're coming home.
0: Oh, cool.
1: So it's six issues. You got some sci-fi Cold War thriller yep no one prepared my my face for that sentence no it was very hard i know <laughs>
0: i know it but you dope. got through it we all we all it got through dope.
1: it i actually i oh i like i like the cover
0: yeah the cover the very the nine variant covers that i've seen are awesome yes it's basically just we three but uh from jeff lemire Space and uh and it's it's got a much harder edge to it i'd say so uh definitely if you haven't already checked that out but also of course um Enter to win 1961. Hashtag 1961. I figured I'd pick a year that way rather than having people tripped up by trying to spell primordial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, uh, that's that. Uh, We also want to mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's today's episode by using Super Chats and ask a question or comment. And we'll read it here on the program. For example, uh, Elizabeth Russell, uh, they they, they wrote a thing. What's going on?
1: I was laughing as someone wrote that <laughs> you read the words. I read the words. That's right. Yeah, that's your. Uh, that's... I'm on brand.
0: Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Russell says, "Hey guys, I really enjoyed the movie, but I was wondering if Bloodsport's personality was more similar to Deadshot's, the counter comic." counterpart or was it a faithful adaptation of blood sport i'm not as familiar with blood sport i have the first appearance of Bloodsport. he just happened to appear during a time when i was reading comics and he was you super... were like this is it well i was like this is lame because everything this. was blood dc was all in on blood And it was just it was just an exploitative name that I didn't really care for. And he wasn't very interesting uh, when he was introduced in the comics. And so I think Elba did a nice job with that character and gave it some life and some character that I definitely never noticed when I read the comic that had Bloodsport in it Mm. that I own. And I've never followed his career extensively, so I really don't know. That is to say Bloodsport's not interest Elba. I haven't followed his career much either, but, uh, (laughs) you know, you'd expect me to know more about Bloodsport than interest Elba. That's fair. So, yeah. Uh, Speed Vescu says, The movie's fine. People are blowing its uniqueness out of the water. Deadpool and Guardians movies did almost every gag in this first. Uh, thank you. Sean D says, Howdy. Well, Hi. howdy to you too, Sean. Uh, Brian Rowlands, Just a little help for the best source of comic book content on YouTube. And reminding Aww. everyone, Free Comic Book Day is This Saturday, yeah,
1: it is, which is throwing everybody, everybody off, off naturally. Everybody's been thrown off by this, yeah, of course um, it has,
0: because it's the first Saturday in May since 2005.
1: Yeah, but you know, with the, how things were at the time, they didn't feel comfortable doing it, yeah, and I
0: think that's a good, that's and a smart move. So
1: it's now, yeah, it, like it'll be this weekend. So if you're like LCS is participating, you can go and grab yourself some free comics if you feel comfortable, yeah.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, But yeah, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening, folks. Oh, it's happening,
0: sweetheart. Uh, And uh, Justin guy with a Mustache has a massive super chat. uh, Mustache, thank you so much for your generosity. Dude, don't, you know, make sure if you are uh, choosing to sponsor this episode by being uh, incredibly generous. Uh, make sure to take care of yourself first because that's the most important thing. Never touch the principal and always pay yourself first. Uh, but thank you, man, and we will uh, we will we will use your money wisely. Uh, James Gunn is way into Common Rider, Power Rangers, but only the Green Ranger and the Zords or motorcycles. This doesn't add to the conversation. I'm just using this to bait anyone else who is into this stuff besides Jam Call X and I. Makes the super comic accuracy make sense, huh? <laughs> thank you, man. For that fun fact about James Gunn. I hope that's true.
1: I, I hope you get some bites.
0: I do too. Yeah, man.
1: I, I legit do. Right? I believe it.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me.
1: I believe it. I 100% believe it. I still, I don't understand what your reference was to, with the principle thing.
0: Oh, it's it's an old, like, business adage. Never touch the principle. You know, never hang on to the main source. Or ne- never, never draw from your main source. Okay,
1: that's better than what I thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, never touch the principle with a P-A-L. Yeah. You're expelled.
1: Oh, Jay Philippe
0: Garcia. Uh, thank you so much, uh, for your help and for your generosity, man. I really, really appreciate it. That was very kind of you. Um, thank
1: you, thank you, Jordan. Oh, yeah, I ever said thank you to mustache. Thank you,
0: thank you. Uh, Jordan oh, Phil thank says, right. Thanks for what
1: and thank you for for witch hats.
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, Jordan Phil, thanks for all the content. I've learned a lot about runs I've never heard of from you guys. That's nice to know. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, and uh, I think we're caught up. So uh, we also want to mention, of course, that if you want to catch our discussion about the Suicide Squad from James Gunn and Warner Brothers, we will be talking about that in a separate show.
1: But yes, yes.
0: But hang in there because it's it's also this show. So uh, let's jump into some books, <laughs> shall we? Let's talk about a couple of books. Uh, I read Justly Infinity number two. Uh, which is a book that came out. Yeah,
1: you like the first one. I like
0: the first one. Did yes, you like the
1: second one. I
0: d- it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I have no complaints I'm not about. I gonna
1: lie. It. Some of the pages here from the second one look like pages from the first one in this preview.
0: Uh, yeah, no, it did, it did very much. Uh, it's not. You know, it's not the same book. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, it does the same framing device. It's from D. Mateus and Tucker. Uh, this is of course a continuation of the universe from the Just League Unlimited animated series. Um gets into the, into the weeds with the, with the Amazo Android and whether he is a man or not, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that that whole, that whole chestnut. We also get to see uh, a new version an evil version of Superman that we haven't seen. I think since Superman, the animated series when uh, he was, he was brainwashed into thinking that he was taken over by dark side and he takes over the world and basically that's another reality yes. where that is yeah they swap places superman and this uh this overman and so mm. uh you know we see their realities and we see the justice league react to that guy it's a lot of fun so yeah. it's 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 a classic kind of justice league esque book um if you like the cartoon you're going to love this and if you uh if you like justice league you're probably going to like enjoy it so uh pick it up if you haven't already justice league
1: justice league so- infinite it, it sounds good. It is.
0: It is good. I I like it. I, I like it I, fine.
1: I, it's not. I don't. It's just. I don't know. I just want to watch it. I think that's fair. That's, yeah, that's, that's my biggest thing. It's it's, it's, like, it's tough. It's, it's you good. know, mm-hmm. it's
0: it's it's tough to like have an adaptation of something. It's like the Batman, the new Batman Adventures, or the Batman, Batman the Adventures Continue, which is not how you should title something. It's the adventure continues. It's one adventure, and it's called his life. That's what I'm reading about.
1: I would like to read about his life now. Thank you. So it's
0: called an adventure, and it continues. Uh, I also read um, Sinister War number two. This, of course, is uh, the big Spider-Man event that I don't think anybody is talking about. Like a genuinely I don't have seen anybody talk about this book outside just of so
1: much happening on personal correspondence. Well
0: that's the idea, right? It's all the sinister teams converging and fighting Spider-Man. They're
1: all trying to punch I like how how hard Craven is trying to punch him. Yeah, he's trying oh, ah! to stab him. He may have he has a knife. Oh
0: yeah, he's got a knife. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: he's trying hmm. really, really hard. Yeah. So yeah, listen, Craven like goes for it.
0: He does, especially if it's not really Craven and it's some fake ass <laughs> clone. But uh, Sinister War, of course, is it's it's Nick Spencer's swan song. It's him leaving uh, the title mm-hmm. because he is leaving the comic book industry to work for Substack which is a uh, newsletter uh, service. We're going to get into Substack in a minute because it's like turning the comic book industry on its ear, whether the comic book industry knows it or even recognizes it or appreciates it or not. We're going to be talking all about that. But like, if you want to know who shot first, it was Nick Friggin Spencer. Uh, But yeah, Sinister War, man. This is a big- It was Han Solo. It was Han Solo. A.K.A. Nick Spencer. This book- You're welcome, Nick. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sinister War is uh, 22 pages long. Right. Okay. And there are, uh,
1: who's drawing this?
0: Four different people. Uh, now, if you were doing an event,
1: maybe something happened. Yeah, may, maybe something well, happened. Because that can happen. Well, and you know, like, listen, like, think, life happens. Yeah, it does. and Whether you want it to or not, sometimes. And, and,
0: you know, Bagley's a workhorse and a machine, but like, there's a million characters on every page. Uh
1: huh. Listen,
0: so I, it's like a lot to ask of him.
1: It is, but I know he can do a solid page in, any, in, an, in it, an evening. Yes, that's I know true. that for a fact. Yes,
0: we we have visual, physical <laughs> proof of <laughs> if that. If there
1: is a snowstorm and he's watching TV.
0: He might draw something uh, epic and iconic for you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is drawn by Mark Bagley, Dio Genesis Neves, Carlos Gomez, and Zay Carlos. And it feels like it
1: that's a lot
0: it's a lot of people for not a lot of pages okay and that's what this book is it's just a lot of work for like not a lot uh you know there was like there was a kindred arc that i kind of like was excited about and then complained about yes this Uh, is what that really is but like padded with it with sinister stuff the oh it's got sinister stuff yeah no just sinister teams oh just just teams with sinister in the title And they're all being manipulated or directly co-opted by Kindred to fight or kill or capture or maim Spider-Man.
1: Right. Whatever. Okay.
0: That's what this is. And it's fine. Like, listen, it's a high-flying superhero action adventure book. We see some fun uh, insights into a few villains. You know, you get to see Doc Ock kind of being like, wasn't I, like, important a little while ago? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, not, but, but that's more lip service than it is actually character development. Um. God, I'm sorry. I just hate this title. Like, I hate the cover. It, not the cover itself. Brian Hitch does some fun stuff, but I'm talking about like the 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 titling work because they want it to be this kind of like classic Spider-Man. And when I say uh-huh. classic, I mean '90s Spider-Man. I here's the thing: as a Spider-Man fan in the '90s, I hated this title. I hated the font for the Spider-Man. Yeah, I've heard
1: you talk about that before. Yeah, sure. because
0: it was the cartoon font. Mm-hmm. Because the cartoon did it, and they were like, "Like the cartoon, do it. We're gonna do the cartoon." And, you know, it's just, I don't know, whenever Spider-Man really leans into the spider thing, I don't know, it's not for me. Spider-Man's more of, like, an all-American boy who's just trying to do good, and he picked the spider because he got bit by one, but he's not, like, surrounded by spiders. You know, when they ever, whenever, you know, when he's got, like, legs, or when he's eating, you know, when Craven's eating a room full of spiders, or, you know, or, or, or if they're problem. doing a, uh, or if they're doing, like, a um, a he- trading card and he's superimposed over a big, hairy spider leg, you know, I'm like, pass. Uh, and that's the case with this font, and I just don't care for it. But then they brought it back in, and it's just Sinister War. Okay. I don't know. The placement of the war with the Sinister, it just doesn't work. When you blow it up, it doesn't help. I, this, this is for the birds, not for I gotta tell the
1: you, this, that doesn't offend me. Okay.
0: That's fine. I mean, I, I don't it, expect it to. This it, is one of those things where I'm has, a stickler like, for it, these things. You know,
1: it's like, it, it has a, a very specific time period look and feel to it. Yes, it, it does. has that air of danger to it. Things are sharp and jagged and serrated. Yeah. There's danger there. Ooh, not only are they sinister, but I'm like, I might...
0: I might get cut like on the edge that. of this epic it just, it
1: just doesn't really offend me no. because it is referencing something.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Um, but...
0: But when it wasn't, when it was just like, it's from the cartoon. See,
1: I don't really. It made me crazy.
0: Uh, but Kindred, you know, we're getting inklings about what Kindred's plan is. Uh, is
1: it to have more centipedes as decorations? I don't think that's t- going to take off as fashion.
0: No, never. No. I hope not me too i don't think it will <laughs> honestly here's the thing i don't think kindred's gonna take off as a fashion like i don't think that Aww. when when this arc is over and kindred like goes back to hell or becomes harry osborne mm-hmm. i think that no one's ever gonna use it again
1: <laughs> right 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 okay. i think
0: this is something that like it's one of those things where it, 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 you know what it does it insists upon itself that being said if you're reading the book it's like watching Spider-Man fight a bunch of villains, which who's going to argue? Okay. You know, I know that no one's listening after this point. Like, they're just like, oh, he hates it. And I'm like, no, no, I'm telling you. Like, it's fun. It's just that, like, you know, you think about, like, the the, he's the having, layer.
1: He's having an enjoyable time. He hates the logo.
0: I hate the logo. That's the thing I hate the most is That's, the logo. That,
1: the hate is ascribed to the logo. It just doesn't work for me. If you me. were in a sentence diagram, there would be some sort of so i didn't learn how to do that no i somehow diagram a sentence no. i completely missed that in school
0: you really didn't you were just not paying attention because they I, definitely no, did no i didn't no, they definitely I, did it was I, like fifth I fourth had, grade I, they definitely did that it, i
1: had it was seventh grade and i had an excused absence for quite a while and so i missed it all okay and they didn't go over it well
0: they should have that
1: was the end of that
0: well that's that's too bad yes uh magic k says who will be your choice in taking over batman after james tine is the fourth departure
1: well i guess it should be if, if they're going by how he got it i guess it would be um mariko uh, tamaki yes she's on detective she's on detective so he got the job but it might be matt rosenberg or bendis
0: yeah the smart money i think is on rosenberg i think you pointed it out because it's just like i just
1: noticed that he seems to be coming in like he's like I, the he's last everywhere. the last joker issue that came out he had a co-writer with Tynan yeah. on that book and I, and I just keep seeing his name so I'm just wondering if they're priming him for that I think so the smart money may be on that I, the the safer bet is on someone who's already writing. yeah
0: it. Bendis or, or Tamaki
1: yeah again TC this is a time for you to have an interlude mm-hmm. you don't have to commit to anything although Tynan's doing it in a way where he's giving them plenty of notice yes it's not sudden no. unless they decide it is sudden,
0: sudden. I mean, it is sudden for him and for DC. It's, it's just sudden. It's not sudden it's, in terms of he's leaving tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's just sudden in terms of like, in theory, they should already be planning ahead. Not like they should be planning. Oh my god, what if somebody leaves? But they're planning for the next story. Knowing so how so it's like, oh no, we have to get someone now.
0: Knowing how, uh, Tanya got the job in the first place. My my expectation, honestly, is that there is, it's not a, it's not an obvious decision. That it's not just like, oh, we'll just give it to Matt. I think it's one of those things where it's like, it'll probably end up being Rosenberg. But you think? I'll bet Donnie Cates got a call with a very big offer. I can see that. Because I think Cates is kind of winding down his time at Marvel. And that's what you do. You're Tom King. You win an Eisner. You leave. You write Batman. you James Tyne IV. You win an Eisner. You win. You get to write Batman. You know, Donny Cates is the biggest name at Marvel right now. And it would be a feather in their cap to snipe him even if it would cost them an arm and a leg, which of course it would.
1: They may not do that then because the Bendis thing didn't quite pan out.
0: Didn't, no, no. But Bendis is an, Bendis is an older commodity.
1: That could be, but that could be also like, they may just stick to hiring within right now just to prevent that from happening again. Yeah, just to again, save again, money. Just to be like, okay, yeah. let's just, let's, let's just. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, LT3, hey, Tiffany and Sal, hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for the continued awesome content. Well, thank you, man. And thank you for your support. Yeah. Curious to know if you each could recommend only one current DC and one current Marvel run, what would you pick? Uh, mine would be daredevil. And, uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, since it's technically current, I guess I'll go with, uh, w- with, um, strange adventures.
1: That's technically current. Yeah. Cause I would say that <laughs> I want to be like the nice house on the lake. Yeah. was not really a run. It's oh, not it? really a run. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with that, and then I I really want to go with one of the X titles, but I know at this point, like some people might feel like it's a little hard to just jump into that. If I had to recommend something to someone, I probably go Strange Academy. Yeah, I just feel like this is a, a and everybody can just grab that and, and check it out.
0: That's fair. In fact,
1: I saw a copy of it in a comic book store. And what I thought was really cool about it was the size. It yeah. was more size like a manga. Yes. But like was completely just the same story I had read. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's pretty smart to get in the hands of like some younger folks. And Marvel used to do that a lot where they take interested like stood in, in the manga. That's
0: the thing is that Marvel used to do that a lot where they take like books that were kind of geared towards younger readers. Yeah. Scale them down, make them more accessible, sell them the bookstores.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm sure that was a gateway point for a lot of people. Dan V nine hundred. I appreciated how they re- referenced the Overman logo was the same logo from the Superman Brave and the Bold or the Brave New Metropolis episode, but they're different characters. Infinity is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Glad you dig it, man. And thank you for your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, so, what else? Uh, what did you read, Tiffany? <laughs> I'm
1: trying not to have my body betray me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I.
0: Because we read more.
1: I read. I decided to leave the camera for a moment. I saw I grabbed this. Uh I, I actually remember I made a joke about this. I was like, let me grab it, whatever. Yeah. Uh I picked up the uh The Joker Presents a Puzzle Box, which is one of those books that was digital first, but I believe is still going on digitally. I'm mm. I this 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 one confuses me a little bit. Fair enough. Um, because this issue has issue one and two.
0: Oh, from the, digital, the series, digital
1: series,
0: which probably makes up the, the length of a regular size comic. I book.
1: guess I think it has five issues under its belt right now.
0: So it's really more like
1: so I don't two and know and if a it's half issues? done and I have, maybe they've already started doing the the print mm. version of it. Um, but so you can you can get this. You can get this issue in hard copy. I'm holding it in my hand, right? It's five bucks. You get two issues in here, right? Or you can buy the digital versions of it for Uh, two dollars per issue. Oh, but then there's also the director's cut issues, which was originally a DC Infinite exclusive, I think, which is now also available digitally on like Comixology. That has a special backup story that lets you be able to keep a couple of steps ahead of the Joker. What's he doing? Oh, what's that Joker doing? I don't know. I don't know. I okay. I I picked this up as like on a lark because the fact that it has the word puzzle box in it, and Mm. while I'm not at all the biggest Hellraiser fan, I was like, dude, if they were like doing a weird like like not continuity story where the joker runs into pinhead yes i'm in like i would read that it's stupid and schlocky and just such low-hanging fruit but i would still read that so i was like haha let's see what they're doing with this that's not what they're doing with this um it's written by matt rosenberg with art by jesus marino and joshua hickson okay um yeah, and then like the artists will change, and they don't—they sh- don't necessarily reflect that when it happens because it's technically from one shoot to the anyway, next. Gotcha. Regardless, okay. um, this is okay. So we're in a very interesting time now, where like joker's everywhere yes it's just there's joker everywhere right joker's, joker fever joker fever there's literally a book right now called joker written by tynan with with an issue recently co-written by tynan and rosenberg mm-hmm. where he's dealing where you're dealing with the joker and also gordon's in it and this is a like mystery a murder mystery Ooh. uh story in which the joker is being interrogated by gordon and mm-hmm. i'm like okay
0: well i'm having i'm reading a whole book about that
1: right now this is that device is framing each individual digital issue in a way which i realized that because i actually went and kind of checked those out because i was like i kind of feel like i need to understand where this originally came from yeah because it reads a little clunky Mm -hmm. in this form i felt like gotcha um well
0: it wasn't made to be physical it
1: wasn't necessarily uh so like the idea is that it's like you know you know joker and most of gotham's who's who of bad guys have been arrested or in GCPD. They're all in one location. What's going on? Gordon shows up to interrogate anyone who talk. The only person who will talk is the Joker. And that's who's telling us this other part of this story. Okay. Cause the actual thing they're trying to figure out is who killed the Riddler.
0: What Riddler's dead.
1: So I got a lot of questions about this. Like, I don't know if this is in continuity or not. I didn't go that far into looking this up. Um, You know, there's just a lot happening in this. There's a lot of like, individuals or a lot of people involved with, with, with this book, a lot of characters. Uh-huh. So like Ivy's there and she's a bad guy. I guess. Oh, okay. And you know, so Glenn they don't Callum care. in jail and uh, punchlines there oh. with Joker at like one point. So I'm like, I don't know when this is supposed to be right. Set necessarily. But, yeah, so Riddler's dead, and they're trying to solve the, the murder mystery of that. So Joker's, like, leading them on. a Mary Chase of like, trying to give information because, it's like, you're trying to get fact out of the Joker, and Gordon knows that. So yeah, like so it's take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you gotta take it with a grain of salt, and you gotta, like, work at it for a while. So he's just telling us the various, like, steps that happen. But, like, at the end of the day, like... You know, when like when Joker finds out that Riddler's dead, he's like, Oh, that's kind of surprising, but I guess not. But I know who did it, but oh yeah, like whatever. Okay. But he says like it could be the the master engine. Oh. It's an it's like some new god's tech that like Riddler was after. Okay and like sent up some folk to like find it for him. Okay. That's what this is. <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's good or bad necessarily, I am saying it. it I think it reads fairly differently in this form versus the online form, and occasionally I honestly found the dialogue a little clunky. Mm-hmm. It's just a little clunky.
0: Yeah, that's how I read Rosenberg stuff, especially um, his grifter stuff.
1: But, I you know, like if you like his work. You might dig this. Um, And you have got ample ways you can get it. It's on DC Infinite, it's on Comicsology, the regular, the directors, or you can get a physical if that's your jam. And you're like, I need need some more Joker.
0: Yeah, I don't have enough books with Joker in it.
1: More Joker. Sweet. Um, But I mean, if you are, and like. Oh, yeah, no, if you love Joker. There was a period of time where Doctor Strange was everywhere and I was like living it up and I had my choice. I wouldn't like that. I like this. I get it. I feel you. Yeah. So there you go.
0: The Driz says, catching up on my amazing Spider-Man issues. Any any plans to cover Spencer Spider-Man run on back issues? Thanks for all the content. Well, thank you for your support, Driz. Yeah, definitely gonna do it, but not like anytime like soon. Mm-hmm. Like not certainly within the next month or two. Uh, but we will. I mean, well, you know, all roads lead to back issues. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's he talking about? There's a channel called YouTube.com/slash/compop. Subscribe. No, man. While well, you're at it, like this video. Yes. Uh, Algie try says best thing about Mondays is Compop Live. Hell yeah. Well, hell yeah to you too, Algie. Thank you so much for your support, mm-hmm. man, and always being here. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Denton films. What are the chances they called Fraction for Batman? How about him and Rosenberg in a Matt versus Matt standoff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maxi, Matt Wars. Max. Why not? Uh, I don't know if they're ever going to call him for that, but like. That would not be a a bad idea.
1: What, Matt V. Matt for the Bat?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Joe Sklandon, Sklandonowski says, how would you rank the runs of the last three writers on Batman? Snyder King Tynan. Uh, For me, honestly, I've read more of the last two than the last one. So I guess it would go Snyder King Tynan. And I didn't really like Kings Run either, so
1: yeah, yeah, right, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm I'm in for that one. I F- think. Thank you, but I think that that's I think that's very like subjective. It is, like, it's entirely those subjective. Three writers brought very different perspectives and just very different influences, even though like Snyder and Tynan, you know, Tynan kind of came up underneath Snyder. Snyder, like you know, so you know there is that sort of connection there but i still feel like they have very different feels and yes. different storytelling methods so truly very different yeah
0: uh Hav- Havon uh walker peters for some support thank you very thank much Thank you. Uh, the real manos says my pick for batman would be an outside choice uh, carla pacheco is killing it on spider woman and writes some fun action mysteries i've not uh, i'm not familiar with their work so i can't speak to it but there you go, uh, Eddie B, longtime viewer, first time super chatter. Thanks for the five or for a great five years. Well, thank you, Eddie, for your support yeah. and being here, man.
1: I'd love Chip Zadarski to do it, but I know he would rather do it if he had a story. Yeah, Chip's not going to do it. No, he's not. But I'm just saying, I'd like that. Oh yeah, I would. In a perfect world where I knew he had, a he's story. already doing
0: it. He's doing Urban Legends. I don't need him to be on in a monthly book and have them beat him down. That's true. Just, just let Chip do what Chip does. Uh, Dan V900 is back to say Rosenberg makes sense on Batman, but I could see John Ridley even getting even though he gets to do his Jace Fox stuff, he was supposed to take over originally after King. And maybe it's a bit to make him to make uh, a bit of a make do to him. Maybe. Yeah. They could finally re, uh, re up his contract for what he was supposed to do. Could be. I doubt it. Dried Zachariah had a really rough post, uh, past couple of days watching you two is definitely making him a little bit better. Well, glad to hear it, man. I'm sorry to hear about your uh, rough couple of days. I'm glad that we could help. Yeah. uh, and uh fear and loathing in general what if james Gunn adapted underworld unleashed and used a he one hero from blood ties would you or bloodlines would you want to see it in live action Uh, yeah i'd watch that in a heartbeat i mean even if it wasn't that i'd still watch it It sounds awesome um but thank you man for your support Mm -hmm. uh i think we're pretty much caught up we got one more to go uh wilbert robinson says excited for shattered grid back issues love the creator interview is harbor patrol capes and cooks which is cape joel show that's not it these are all shows that he's doing, that they're doing, but uh, capes right. and crooks is capes, uh, is Cape Joel and uh, capes and pals is comic storians. And he wants a crossover between all three of us, Harbor patrol, crooks and pals. We'd have to do one more Harbor patrol before we even thought about doing some crossovers. It's That's one of those true. things, but I'm not going to, unlike Marvel and DC, I'm not going to say no. Okay. You know? Um, But yeah, thank you. Shattered grid back issues. That's not happening anytime soon but we will do it one day. So
1: I like you thinking about that. You're like, Hmm, hmm. hmm. I
0: did say I was going to do it. I was like shattered grid. We're not doing that. Did I, did I post something about that? Oh yeah. I did say something about that. That's happening one day. Uh, so yeah. Tiffany, what
1: else did you read? Uh, do I go from the pile? Why not? I read this because I liked this book and I knew we were actually going to be talking about Tynan a bit today. You were right as well. Um, yeah, it's great. That's what that's, that's all I got. It's so it's just great. It's just right up my alley. Um, you know, it's like we had the like we had the horror fallout, right? Like, bam! If you thought it was going to just continuously be that, which I thought it might be as well, it's not what it is. But um, what it is is an excellent example of why Tynan is such a capable writer, especially for me when he's not writing for Batman and creating characters there. Um, <laughs> But like he's capable of taking all of these characters. He has under one roof basically right now, giving them all very different voices and different reactions to the situation they're in because they're in a very extreme situation. And it'd be very easy to just be like, everybody's on the same page and they all feel the same way. Right. But they're not. Most of these people like kind of know one another, but not entirely like there are some people they don't know quite as well or haven't haven't known for quite as long yeah so it's like i i really appreciate that everybody's having very different reactions to these it's the events surrounding the nice house on the lake um we got a little more world building in this one um through one character's exploration cool and i just i you know we have a physical i ended up reading it digitally and i gotta tell you for my money i actually prefer the physical read on this really like, usually i prefer i i like the the digital because yeah the guy you the guide of view and the fact that it's like you know ah, it surprises
0: um, things it keeps things yeah kind of, kind of tense
1: yeah, yeah 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 um but the art in this just shines in the bigger format in yeah. my opinion um so i just this book continues to be great we're three issues in and i just i love it absolutely love it
0: the nice house and like continues to be great <laughs> tiffany from <Comico. laughs> what else we got over there
1: Um, we already talked about this, but this came out this week. So I just want to remind you that the you, the me, you love in the dark came out and I looked back through it and I was like, yep,
0: it's still great. It's
1: just great. It's just, it's just so good. Uh, Written by Scotty Young with art by Jorge Corona. Uh, Beautiful looking, really great story. If you uh, are creative. If you are a creative of any kind and have ever experienced some sort of creative block, you can probably relate to the character in this book. Yeah. If you have ghosts, I guess you could also relate to the character in sure. this book. There's a couple of ways in which you could connect to this character, either through creativity or supernatural paranormal activity. Yeah. Up to you.
0: But hard to uh, recommend.
1: Hard, hard one. recommend for me on that Big one.
0: time. Uh, and, of course, there's also this big black label book that came out called The Suicide Squad Get Joker from Brian Azzarello and uh, Alex Malieve, I believe. Uh, I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those uh, books where it's like, oh, it's a black label. It's big. I guess I'll buy it, even though I don't really care for Brian Azzarello uh, as a writer in universe. Okay. Um, I was like, "Why not?" You know what? All right, you went ahead. I heard no buzz about it. I heard nothing about it. It's just—it's one of those things that, based on just the the title alone, it sounds like a dual cash grab. Suicide Squad movie, Joker, money, slap them together, boom—you got yourself a winning title. That being said, uh, I think it's great. Really? Yeah, I think it's really well written. I like the character motivations. Uh it's a standard it's seemingly a standard Suicide Squad type story, but starring uh your favorite or least favorite Robin, Jason Todd, aka the Red Hood. Uh Azarella plays with continuity. I don't know. I, I doubt it's in continuity. I don't I, I sincerely doubt it's in continuity, but it does play with the foundation of continuity. You know, mm-hmm. like Jason Todd gives us a little monologue about what's going on, where he came from, and so it explains and it's set kind of in that universe okay. you know it's like i was robin i was the second one implying there were more mm-hmm. but he's very easy in, he's intentionally vague about like how he came back to life and yeah i saw where I, he I is and,
1: that. Yeah. yeah
0: there's a there, but the the art is uh second to none it's an excellent looking book
1: it is it's uh, gritty
0: yeah it is gritty it has a, it has the, the perfect feel for both a black label book and a suicide squad book and a red hood book I'm yeah. not the world's biggest Red Hood fan. In fact, I think he's better as a corpse than a character, but I do appreciate when he is used to full effect uh, and when they do something interesting with him. Uh, of course, anybody who's doing something kind of outside continuity is like, why doesn't Jason Todd kill the friggin' Joker? And it's like, yeah, he would. He would want to do that. And uh, he's only hindered by editorial and supposed character development. But uh, Todd is strong armed by Amanda Waller into joining the, or leading a team of suicide squad people. Uh, none of whom outside of one are original suicide squatters and uh they their their plan is to kill the Joker that's the idea kill the joker uh they they bring harley in and that of course complicates matters because for me it's like well what version of harley we're using is it a harley that would be willing to betray them to the joker is it a harley that is the fourth pillar of the dc universe and ergo can't be connected with the joker anymore Mm -hmm. like who knows and uh we we establish right away what kind of harley this is okay and and and, and how they connect and it's interesting to see actually todd and uh, and quinn play off each other a little bit um you also see a lot of uh, familiar faces if you read comics uh, over the last thirty five years. I
1: saw Silver Banshee. Silver Banshee's I was like, in there. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You
0: never get to see her anymore, and it's fun to see her. her. She's just in crowd her, scene.
1: Yeah, her design always sticks out to me. Yes. I, I don't know a ton about her. No, but that design always like really catches my eye.
0: Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's also Meow Meow. Meow Meow. You'd love Meow Meow. Yes. I'll, that's all I'll say. I'm okay. not going to ruin it, but like the. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's, just, you know, and it, it gets turned on its ear. And um, the only thing that's unbelievable about it, the only thing that like kind of didn't pass the smell test for me was um, that Todd gets arrested and gets into Amanda Waller's clutches. And there is no way
1: that Bruce would, let that that Bruce would ever let yeah, that Yeah, like there's no way he would be. Like, there's just no way he wouldn't put himself in that position to have her
0: interrogate him or find out more or, or like
1: have any leverage over him. Yeah. Unlike no. in the Telltale Games.
0: Right. Oh. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, but if you if you're willing to forgive that very glaring omission that like Bruce Wayne is basically a rich dad who would never let his son get in trouble, yeah, despite have... of all the cars he wrecks. You know, it's it's actually a really well-written book that has okay. a lot of interesting elements in it. It's also the first time you've seen Maliv and uh, Nazarella and work together. So
1: it's cool.
0: It's cool. And the oversized format of uh,
1: I love the oversized oversight. I love it, too.
0: It doesn't it, it doesn't. It's not that it does nothing for the book. In fact, it elevates it significantly. It's more like the book doesn't need it in any way. Okay. But the fact that it is there makes it better. You know, mm. because it's bigger, uh, Malieve plays with it and actually does something with it. So okay. it's a good book. It's cool. actually really cool. I don't know how many friggin' issues it's going to be, but uh, I hope it's not dragged out. I hope it's not like that other one. You know, that Lemire Joker book, that other goddamn Joker book that's like... that. It doesn't stop, and I'm like, is it another one? Oh, my God. Joker, don't stop. Joker, 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 Joker. Jiraj Patel says, uh, The Me You Love in the Dark and The Nice House in the Lake have both been fantastic so far. How have you been, how have you been faring with either series? <laughs> Thanks for the recommendations, Tiffany. Well, now you know, but uh, thank you very much, man. And- I
1: have I had a precog moment there. That's right.
0: Patrick Lawson. I'm willing to pay to have Tiffany guest spot on capes and crooks or Sal, Ethan and Ben to play the good guys campaign. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> um, you'll have to tell them that, you know, I'm sure they have a Patreon for that. Uh, but thank you. Uh, Elizabeth Russell. I wanted to thank both of you for the great comic recommendations. I read the first volume of crossover by Donny Cates. i really enjoyed it. Nice. nice. Yeah. We picked that up too. Uh, not that we've we read it. Did but...
1: we talk about I know you talked about it, but I hadn't read it at the time that ep- that issue of that, that Chip Zdarsky wrote. Yes. Wasn't it great? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know like you were like, you're very light about it, but I was like that. I got to tell you, if you don't read that book at all,
0: just read issue seven, just
1: read issue seven. Like, even if you're like, I don't really care about the rest of this. No, I don't don't either. Scratch for it. Like, get that issue. Cause I got to tell you, it's like, it's you need, there's, there are words and sentences in there that you need to read because it's something that you may not tell yourself enough. And yeah. Anyway, Sorry
0: no no, it's uh, absolutely true Elizabeth Russell I wanted to thank both of you for the great comic recommendations you that's what that you right said right. I'm sorry Elizabeth that's uh, how we
1: got here I, yeah I, I that's right that
0: Dan V 900 did either of you check out the me love in the dark by Scotty young and Jorge Hirona? uh I liked it a lot but I do miss seeing Scotty Young's art
1: yes we uh, a couple of weeks ago we've been waiting for this to come out but we had not only had we had, did, do I have that copy but we read it a couple of weeks ago
0: and we but actually reviewed I, it
1: I I read both issues yes so you did. I I won't have anything new until issue three
0: no Uh <laughs> I do want to remind everybody that if you want to win a copy of Primordial from Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino and win nine variant covers, you can do so by entering to win. Uh, As long as you watch this episode and stick around until the end, uh, you will uh, just use the hashtag 1961 And as long as you live in the continental United States, and uh, I can reach out to you. I'm going to tell you how to reach out to me, and you'll give me information. I'll send it over to Image, and they'll send you nine friggin' variant covers. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's a great way to win yourself some books for a book that comes out in September. Yeah. So check that out. If you haven't already, uh, I guess we could talk about X-Men number two from Jim, from uh, Jerry Duggan and Pepe Larraz. Sure. If
1: you want to end on lesser books, that's what we should add. <laughs> oh, should
0: lesser books. Well, it is an amazing book. I got to tell you. I mean, <laughs> Larraz elevates this book to oh like my, epic it's proportions, like
1: not fair. but Duggan, looks?
0: Duggan channels Heckman in a way where Very they are nice. so in sync. I know. It doesn't they're, feel at they're all. They're synced. They are synced. Oh, they they
1: they went into the vault. Hickman and Duggan went into the vault. Yes, and they
0: lived a hundred or two hundred years.
1: They've become one mind.
0: And they have they have synced it up. Let me tell you, uh, yeah, X Men number two. If you haven't already read issue one, go get it because yes. this you know everyone always talks about like, whoa, there's like a million X books. Which one should I read? X Men. Yeah that's the one Thanks. it was the
1: one to read the last time too i mean if you didn't want to get all the other great stories which
0: you could and they were
1: and i read them all you did well not all
0: not all no fallen angels i, read... I think you fell off of after all like, right you keep three. bringing
1: that one up that was like that was, like that, was, a, that,
0: that, was, was that was that, that
1: was like, a dawn of x that was like a year and a half ago
0: i know that's the only one that's the thing is that like it's the worst one so no one for not
1: well for i didn't enjoy it but other people i'm did. not and judging it based, based on, on your interpretation great
0: it, yes, that's true. Anyway, oh by the way, Joey Morem says uh, to your health. We'll see yours as Cheers. well. Thanks, Joey. Uh, I, I
1: have my drinks already.
0: Yeah. So, uh, X Men number two. Yeah. uh It, it seems like it's b- this book is going to be well. It's only issue two, but it, it, it's what's funny is it feels like this book has been going on for a while, and each book it feels like so much is happening in each one it, because each issue introduces a new concept with a familiar kind of framework.
1: The reason this book gets to feel like it has been going on for a while is because it's coming from a lived in universe.
0: Damn right. Yeah. Like, and and, X-Men, and it embraces it, this, it.
1: this X-Men run is coming off of the previous X-Men run and everything that's come like, before, yeah. or like during that. Um, but without necessarily, it's not baggage that comes with it. It's just that. Deal. yes we've established like what's going on the world that they've built up the the rules yep to it um and they get to now play in there yeah
0: so uh the x-men were dogged in the last issue by um an alien gambling force that is basically betting on the survival of it's earth a itself
1: casino and like by a black hole
0: yep and uh, they're sending they're sending monsters of the week, kaijus, if you will, to mess up Earth. And uh, the X-Men have been the first responders from their tree house base. Yeah. And this is no exception. They're, they're like, no. well, it didn't work out last time, but here's another one. And they established that, like, I don't know, I guess, like, it's been a while because time moves differently where they are versus where we are. So, you know, they're like, well, what feels like weeks or months for them is only minutes for us. So let's yeah. send another one. So for us, like it's not like, well, geez, the X-Men have just fought this thing and then they're doing this now. It's like, no, it's time has passed. Mm-hmm. You can fill in a whole bunch of other X-Men books, and thankfully there are there are X-Men books to fill in between then and now to allow for this to feel not stale.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it also is good because it establishes the fact that you know, these people aren't going to like, oh, they're just going to stay at a casino for like all this time. Right. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. no.
0: no. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I there's a great moment in the opening. Like,
1: there is an opening moment here that is so on brand and character for this character who is not directly part of the X-Men team. Yeah. But like because Rogue is on the team. Yep. And she and Remy are married and they had been living they lived on Krakoa and now they live on the the in the Braddock lighthouse. Yep. As part of Excalibur, but now she lives in the treehouse. And like he he stays there sometimes and doesn't all the time, but he's there now. Yeah. Because like he, in the basement, he R- plays poker. He's got a poker game running.
0: Yep. I love that he's playing with uh, suspicious characters the rhino, black cat, and of course the thing because he never resists.
1: He, he could, can't resist a,
0: good, a yes, good poker game. He's the
1: only one who has a line. And I, he was written so perfectly. I couldn't help but hear like his cartoon voice. Oh yeah. The car,
0: the guy who played the cartoon from the nineties was amazing.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah, <laughs> she dropped all three of your fancy pants <laughs> names. Good luck. Good stuff. So yeah, that's, I mean, this book, I think, and, and it's a, it's a brilliant move by Duggan to cement it in the Marvel universe. They did it in the last issue, mm-hmm. but in this one too, Like just reminding you, this is the X-Men, the, the, the book that you've been complaining you haven't gotten for the last two years. This is the one. It's in the Marvel Universe, yep. unapologetically so, yep. but also is indes- it, it, it is so <laughs> inexplic- or in- inescapably X-Men.
1: Yes, yes. So essentially the, the gambling facility, there's a bet that's like, who's going to destroy like Earth? Earth, like who's going to do it, right? It's yeah. so like they, everybody's basically, they can do whatever they want to try. And so this one group decides the way they're going to try is Like, through what I assumed was going to be, like, Prometheus.
0: Yes, it's a Prometheus move.
1: It's a Prometheus move, but that's not what happens. No. It's not what happens at all. Dude, like, his people are like, well, we'll take care of your family. Yeah. Because you are going to die when you do this. Take this vase. Yep. And go, it's a bottle, and go to Earth and then drink it. Right. And trust me, you're going to have a good time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. And he becomes the annihilation wave what
1: it's a horror show
0: but it's like how how it's one of those things where uh it it kind of pants annihilation a little bit because the annihilation (laughs) wave could be defeated by the x-men i mean spoilers but like the x-men defeated um but and and like nova fought and died to keep it from coming to earth
1: seemingly it's a small contingent of it that like it's this is like ever growing. Yeah. And like had the X-Men or someone not responded that quickly, it would have quickly become out of control. Yes. But the idea is that they were, it was a rapid response. Yeah.
0: But also I will point out Mm -hmm. that it opens with a quote that says, it was the hardest damn war I ever fought and that bloody wave cost me my life. Yeah. From Richard Ryder. Yeah. Like as if to say, like we didn't forget
1: no. about what
0: the Annihilation Wave was and what it cost and how how, how valiantly people fought to contain it. Right. That being said, we're going to play with it, and the X-Men go and they deal with it. Yes. And and they deal with it in a brilliant way. I don't even want to give it away.
1: No, they they're really, just... They,
0: they, they're, they're quite in sync, you might say. I yeah. say they're in sync.
1: I, yeah, I got it. Okay.
0: And uh, so they figure <laughs> it out, you know, they, but they defeat the Annihilation Wave,
1: and for yes. good
0: measure, they also... They, they they worm in a character development moment for Sunfire or Sunspot.
1: Yeah, that Sunfire. was the one thing that felt a little like.
0: It was a little weird.
1: It was a little weirdly placed.
0: Yeah, well, because does he, is he explaining that to the guys? Like, he, is he like, well, let me tell you something about what I am. What I'm all well, you
1: think he's explaining it to those those people? Yeah,
0: to those people, but I'm like, who gives a shit? I think like, he's
1: just like that's probably that's just who he is. Some people are like that. We he know, is like, we you know what? someone like that.
0: That's true. And he is like
1: that. <laughs> um, it just felt a little out of place. However, I also welcomed it It's yeah. like, you know, a lot of the a lot of the characters on the X-Men, we already kind of have a pretty firm grasp of who they are, yes. but not everyone. And no. so like, I think it was good to get that. Mm-hmm. Like, and we also in this issue acknowledge that sync is like. Should I tell Laura
0: Right about I mean, our time together? I yeah, was
1: like, I mean, I guess I'll only tell her if she asks.
0: Yes. And if she does, then I'm gonna use, I'm gonna sync up with you, use your telepathy, and I'm gonna dump all that experience into her mind. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What I think is interesting too is that this book, without saying anything or without like directly like referencing it, is playing with like concepts that we're seeing in New Mutants, in which the new mutants that you know and love are teaching younger mutants how to like combine their powers in different ways yeah. that are effective because we see that here. Right, we see these guys combining their powers. Um, like Rogue picks up. I, I guess I can't remember if it's like a like a tree or something. Like oh that. yeah, it's
0: a big pole or something. Yeah, yeah, and
1: she throws it and she tells like Scott like you know you know face
0: oh uh f- front towards enemy.
1: Yeah, and then he's like got it and he blasts it to create like shrapnel. Yes, and I was like that's cool and that's kind of what we're seeing happen in the new mutants where they're like you have to learn how to do this yeah like it's really important because you don't know how powerful you could be until you actually start combining with other individuals. yeah until
0: you do your combos yeah also uh shout out to the cameo of actually jerry duggan literally <laughs> appearing in the book
1: <laughs> that's that's Laura being like i'm doing it
0: yeah i'm gonna put you in the book
1: Put you in the book there's nothing you can do about it yeah it's completely him it's
0: just him uh cute but yeah and then they have a barbecue yep. they don't play baseball not yet and then we have a tease for, for, you know,
1: yeah. And I thought that was, that was, there's like, dark. There is a a panel that Raz draws that motion of their heads hitting, hitting the table. Yeah. Are it's spectacular how well he captures motion. motion. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and, and then the gravity. Yeah. yeah. The weight and w- with which they hit that table. Yeah. It's great. Really great.
0: This book is great. And yeah. it's only two issues in and yeah. I think it's the ongoing. So, you know, here we go. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Great stuff. Hard mm-hmm. recommend. Uh so yeah. Uh, I, saw,
1: I saw like eight feet for a moment. I was like, mm-hmm. <gasps> oh no, is it him? No, get out of my...
0: No, go G- away. Get
1: out of here.
0: <laughs> uh Jay says, Excited for Batman 89 number one. Good to be back in the Burton verse for six issues. Love you guys. And everything you do. Well, thank
1: you, Jay. Thank you so much. Same I here, man. I read that really quickly when you flashed it up, and my brain said the button verse. And I was like, What?
0: The button verse. I don't know. You
1: put a button on it. Yeah.
0: Uh, what other books did you read? Uh,
1: I'll touch on this one briefly. I read Savage Avengers number 23. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one with Conan. Yeah. When he walks in on Strange, he's there was Shumagorath. Right. Why is he there with Shumagorath? This issue will tell you why. It's written by Jerry Duggan. Yeah, with naturally. Art by uh, Patrick Zercher.
0: Oh, Patrick Zercher. Yes.
1: It uh, looks great. Really yeah. Really fun looking book. Um, One of Sal's favorite gals shows up in it. Oh yay! Look
0: at it, look at it, yay! It's Daredevil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause these are all been the we see all the heroes like Wolverine and, and Electra Daredevil, um, Conan others, who have been touched by Cullen Gath as Strange removes the curse that was left on them. Oh he finds a way to finally do it. Cool. And he pulls it out. However, it's said that like he coughs because that took a few years off or a few oh. like uh time off of his life. Okay. And he's like, that's fine.
0: That's fine. As long as there's no book coming out that's called The Death of Doctor Strange, yeah. I'm sure I'll be okay.
1: There's also a hilarious panel of him. I know we're going to really, like, I'm not going to go too deeply into this, but there's a panel of Doctor Strange in his kitchen. <laughs> his totally normal kitchen. Right, but him have... dressed as Doctor Strange. <laughs> just,
0: just in a kitchen. pouring
1: himself hmm. some juice. <laughs> it's just really funny. Like, if you came upon this in your own kitchen, you'd be like, um. Uh, Hi. i'm sal is there a convention you want to tell me about (laughs) a magical convention okay um just really struck me but needless to say we find out how like shumagorath got there and the like strange was like i gotta go find him but i don't want to astral project because i don't want my body to be attacked by colin geth yeah he can find me so he calls upon like man thing to help him get where he needs to go (sighs) okay so he goes where he needs to go where he finds Shumagoreth, like incapacitated and in like a really bad way. Oh no. Um and so he chats with him for a while to to you know ascertain what's up and and how to fix all of this and like what Cullen Gath's like end goal here is. Sure. Um and then finally, you know, grass like, okay, it's time. Mm. And so like Conan now we've caught up gives Strange a knife and Strange kills him. Oh. As like a boon. Okay. And like, he's like, you owe me now. Yeah. Cause I put you out of your misery because right. like no one should have to, to exist like this. Gath had essentially inflicted wounds on him that could never be healed. Okay. And so he was just constantly, he was just bleeding out slowly, mm-hmm. like forever, like for however long he had been there. Yeah. And I was like, that sucks. Right um strange uses uh the crimson bands to steal the knife presumably that will come into play later on probably kill gath when they return uh some of new york has already been taken over by cullen gath Oh and no. the sickle city is floating above new york city mm, so cool you know that's happening but it's not it's not an event do we see that happening do, does anyone else see that happening does, do, will, will the x-men show up <laughs> yeah they, i mean, probably they, not probably not um speaking of x-men uh hellions also came out this oh, week. oh yeah um that's written by zeb wells with art by rohe antonio okay i don't know if that's right um remember the vile loci yes yeah they're they're like on krakawa they showed up they're like hey oh what's up that, that you're was you're
0: here that's what's up
1: yeah um they're i guess they're in bar sinister okay i believe regardless what you need to know is remember sinister is back yes the sinister who died is back right he oh brought them with him
0: yes okay
1: and they're gonna have a big fight we, we like cool. it did they they determined to the reason that the um folk who died in amenth like mm-hmm. nanny and orphan maker and wild child had they came back different and seemingly better yeah it's like they evolved to avoid that same fate oh. and so when those guys show up they get real mad <laughs> And like they are like they can feel it's like their blood is like boiling. And okay, so, like they attack like with ferocity that they have not seen before. Naturally, um, but it's too late because it, here comes Zarn or Tarn. Oh no! <laughs> I keep calling him other Zarn. things. Zarn. Zarn. That's not his name. It's Tarn. Um, Tarn had just come from a meeting on uh, Mars Racco. Yes. Um, with the ring and storm mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, um, yeah, no, I have to destroy Krakoa because, and earth, because you guys mm-hmm. took from me. And Storm's like, that's, that's just not, not gonna going happen. to happen. I, I, mm-hmm. Am I, am I, do you not understand what I'm saying? I know you can. Right. Anyone else want to take a shot at this? Like, you're not going to do that. Tarn, you suck. Yeah. Like, no, he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> oh, all right. Like, fine. I won't do that. But like, you know, I, I think he wants some sort of like something in return, right?
0: But, some kind of like but sacrifice, then, or... but
1: then his people like open the gateway for him to go. And he's like, well, fate, you have screwed me again. Here I go. I don't care. Okay. I'm just going to go anyway. <laughs> so he goes and he quickly starts to like kick ass and take names. He's just a, like a superior individual. Right. to Everyone there in that moment. Um, sinister is like, Hey, whoa, 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 what you <laughs> doing? Like, the sinister who is the supposedly real sinister mm-hmm. um and Tarn's like dude you suck you stole my stuff and <laughs> oh he also taran also removes the the element that makes wild child like seemingly more of all oh no he took it away from him oh so he's back to what he was mm-hmm. um and he he's like he's like wait did you not tell these guys what happened? No. Oh, hang on, let me fix that for you, Sinister. And so he gives all the Hellions back the memories of Sinister killing them. Cool. And them dying. And they're like,
0: Oh. Uh, yeah.
1: That's and Sinister great. just straight up did not see that coming. So <laughs> Sinister um pulls the move that only he could pull and his only move. It's not the Dixie twist. <laughs> he like pushes a button and there are these red crystals around them. They explode. And then like a tiny army of sinister show up. <laughs> turns like, what? 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 Okay. So they basically the sinister start fighting and sinister and yeah. the sinister who died in Amenth leave. Oh, like, he's like, where are you going? Right. And Sinister's like, I, I got something to show you. You want to, you want to see it? It's pretty good. Okay. And he's like, what is it? And he's like, <laughs> Oh, you know, the C word chimera. He did (gasps) it. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. Oh no. That's how they, that's how they end that issue. I was like, Oh no, stop you. Big jerk. Cool. So solid issue. I just, I gotta tell you, Zeb Wells is really killing it with this book. It's just fun. And I don't know if it's just the nature of the, the, um, like the story yeah team like maybe he'd also be really good for like suicide squad if he hasn't already written it honestly right he might have um but there's just something about this down and out team that he's just embraced yeah like he's really having a good time i feel it feels like to me like in this world of like these other teams that are functioning fairly well together they've got their own drama and their own crap going on but then you have this team and it's like yeah yeah
0: you also read Spirits I didn't finish of- <laughs> this. I was going to I read like two pages
1: and I was like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. But I will bring it up. I will read this. Um, this came out last week. It's Spirits of Vengeance Spirit Rider. Um, written by Taboo of the Black Eyed Peas. Um, it's a book about Johnny Blaze. And I can't remember her name, but she was from that... Like Doctor Strange and the Sorcerers Supreme. Remember that time when there was all those sorcerers?
0: Yes, I do. She's one of them. Oh,
1: she is one of them. Okay. Um, Kushala. Okay. Um, that exists. Taboo and B. Earl wrote this. Um, I don't know where it came from. Right. I don't know if Taboo's a big Ghost Rider fan. I mean, clearly, come on the show. We'll talk about catch. (laughs) Well, he's no one's favorite no, he's someone's favorite i don't don't at me he's your favorite don't at me um i will say this book i i i, I got through a couple of pages and again it was it's, it's actually a chunky issue it's mm. a chunky issue okay um i don't know if the whole issue is the one story i have the physical at the house mm-hmm. uh but like page two it's a typo, and that kind of drive me crazy. I, there's always going to be typos, and we're not all no, we're not perfect. I'm literally the worst speller in the world, so I really can't be mad about that. But right. it really took me like a couple tries to be like, is what that is a this? phrase? Yeah, woo. is that a phrase I'm not aware of? No, it's just a it's just a silly typo. Yeah, um, that is not a reflection on taboo. No, that's a reflection on things fall through the cracks. Right, that's what it is. Right, so.
0: Uh, so let's talk about the James the fourth situation. Yeah,
1: let's do that. But also, before we start that, if you want to win nine variant covers of the first issue of Primordial yes. by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino, all you have to do, if you haven't already, if you've already put it in the chat, you're good. You're in the contest. Exactly. If you're in the continental of the United States and you haven't done this yet, just write hashtag 1961 That's right. for your opportunity. continental of the United States.
0: Yeah. Nine. And you got to be here at the end. Uh, So, okay. So we talked about this uh, on another episode, I believe back in June, we talked about how apparently, so, okay. There is this like tech company, which isn't a tech company called Substack. And Substack is a newsletter company that uh, is basically a newsletter for profit model system. And uh, originally they uh, set things up with different authors and it took them no time at all to break into the comic book industry and snipe Nick Spencer to kind of run it. Okay. And so Spencer's uh basically job is to poach talent from the big two mm-hmm. and bring them to Substack where Substack can essentially uh give Creators, comic book creators, an opportunity to hire whomever they want because they have an endless budget because they got like a cash infusion, something like $61 million from investors uh, to hire that talent and then basically create their own opportunities to make their own books and then make them available via like a newsletter subscription service. So, like, you subscribe to James Tynan fourth who's the newest and latest acquisition. Uh, and they are acquisitions, they're, they're products basically at this point. Um, where James Town you all sign up to his newsletter and he will provide you with comic books that you will be able to download and cool. read yourself. Okay. And you can either pay like a yearly subscription or a daily subscription or whatever subscription they have they have options for. I know they have a yearly and I think a monthly. Okay. And uh if you pay like more, you can get uh, amenities and additional extras. Uh, I've never heard of any of them yet. I just heard that you can get
1: them. That that, that might be a thing. At that some is a point thing because Patreon life.
0: exists. So obviously, we have to do it like
1: this. Sure.
0: Um. So that's what they're doing. Okay. And James Tynan the Fourth is the latest acquisition in this venture. Okay. And uh, it, 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 I'm sorry, it was sixty five million dollars. Um. And this has also oh, pulled in other creators. It wasn't just uh time in the fourth. It was also creators. Uh, I believe Scott Snyder's involved in this as well, which is not hard to believe. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm, let, me, let me see if I can pull up more information about this because I remember there was like another like crazy list of creators that they got for this. But the concept right. here is that like, they are not going to be uh, hamstrung by universes by uh You know, by publishers, by editors, they can do whatever they want Mm -hmm. and Substack will not have exclusivity. So when these creators create these original projects that will invariably become Hulu or Netflix or Disney, well, not Disney Plus, but everybody else, HBO Max, you know, whatever Amazon Prime, whatever series they want uh, to to bid out to, Mm -hmm. they can develop those into those projects. And uh, they don't and Substack won't own them. In fact, Substack doesn't even own the print rights to these creations. So they can uh, shop these creations out once they're done being produced and sent out to the Substack sub- uh, subscribers. And then they can have them printed it like Dark Horse, like Scott Snyder is doing through his uh, uh, Comicsology exclusive deal. Um, or they can work out something with Boom or IDW or Image or whoever they want. Hell, even uh, Marvel or DC if they were so inclined.
1: Okay. <laughs> this is there's a lot to take in here. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, you 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 haven't even heard the half of it. Okay. Because when they got Jonathan Hickman.
1: huh
0: Hickman announced that he is going to Wait, be Wait, they got Hickman? They got Hickman. Oh. And Hickman is going to be creating this whole thing, a, a sprawling epic, not unlike X-Men. Uh, called Three Worlds, Three Moons where he is going to work with a bunch of different talent to create a kind of like shared universe, if you will. Uh, an image comics-esque, uh, you know, shared universe of characters.
1: Oh, is Teeny Howard on there?
0: Teeny Howard is on there.
1: Uh, you, you, you'll see
0: some familiar names on this list, including Ram V, Mike Del Mundo, Mike Huddleston, Al Ewing, and, uh, and more. And all these different individual creators and characters and stories can all work together and create a big shared universe together.
1: Who pays for it to be produced in the first place? Well,
0: right now, Substack is probably paying them an obscene amount of money. And then they use that money that they're being paid by Substack to pay other creators to work with them to create these books. You know, so Hickman can work with whomever he likes or James Tynion IV can work with whomever he likes because he can afford to pay them whatever fee he wants. So he'll use this this investor seed money to make these books. Right. And then you, the viewer or reader, will pay them. Well, you'll pay Substack and then Substack will take a percentage. And the rest of it goes to the creators.
1: How is this any different than Patreon?
0: It's not. Well, but, well here's the difference. OK, uh, let's say that you're like an independent creator and you worked very hard to build to, to, to work your way up the, the ladder at the big two. And okay. you wanted to create an independent comic book. Well, originally, your deal was you created an original comic book and you worked with whoever it was that was available and could afford the page rates through whatever publisher you wanted to work with, like Image or Boom. And then you made that book. Uh-huh. Uh, if you created a Patreon, you were contingent only upon the amount of money you could make from your own celebrity. But with Substack, you can get paid exorbitant fees just because Substack is the new hotness from investors. and these investors have $65 million but to that's, spend.
1: that's not sustainable. No,
0: it's not. It's not the, at all. But you see, it's worth getting on the ground floor now because they have $65 million right now and they're willing to pay whatever fee it costs to get the biggest names in this field that they know nothing about.
1: This sounds like it's Webtoons and Patreon.
0: Well, actually, it's funny you should mention that, Tiffany, because Substack deliberately referenced both of those institutions as competitors editors to substack so uh substack in fact is trying to buy its way into the zeitgeist if you will and uh try and like kind of elbow its way through using exorbitant seed money and big name celebrities in the comic book industry to you know to kind of edge their way in and establish themselves, and then of course the money will flow like wine, you know, because because they're edging their way into the comic book industry, which is only made of money.
1: I just, I guess, like I don't understand how, in the long term, Substack thinks they're going to see a return on investment. Like, what's the ROI here?
0: Okay, well, here's here's the thing, Tiffany. About that is that uh, most companies like this <laughs> don't think about that, and they're only interested in. The optimism that they that they have for their own longevity, uh, they're uh, probably expecting things like webtoons and Patreon and other competitors to run out of money before them. You see, and then they'll be the only one that exists.
1: But Patreon is is entirely different. Well, yes,
0: it's a completely different format. Uh, but but and it's they didn't for
1: like a whole bunch of different.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, we're more niche at Substack, and Patreon didn't get a big check. No, But I can spend on 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 new talent. You see, Patreon, like, Tom, Dick, or Harry can create a Patreon, and Patreon gets a percentage, but a percentage of, like, a low number. Whereas, with Substack, you know, I got James in the IV here. And he's gonna be pulling in the legions of fans that are gonna obviously switch formats to get a newsletter-format-style comic book downloaded to their device.
1: But wouldn't I just rather purchase things directly from that creator? Well, here's
0: the thing. Well, uh... You might, like, you like, might want to do that. Tiffany. Like,
1: for example, you you, you might, <laughs> Tiffany,
0: you might want to do that.
1: And then like, in fact,
0: some folk have already done that. For example, there's this guy, I don't think you know him. His name is Scott Snyder. He created a whole imprint called best jacket press
1: yeah. where
0: he's doing that literally himself, except that he's also working through Comicsology because it saves, it saves money. It saves overhead and it's established. He knows that a big percentage of his readers are already using that format. Mm-hmm. And he worked out a deal with dark horse to print the books for him.
1: Right. I mean, I guess what I'm thinking is like specifically with James Klein and the four, Yes. I get, thanks to you, a subscription to, to, his,
0: to his magazine. Yeah.
1: To his magazine. Razor, Razor Blade, blades. And that just gets sent to my house. Yeah. So I just pay them
0: mm-hmm.
1: or we pay them just directly. I exactly. Just send it to my house. Yeah. And that's what I would like. I guess. So when you when you hear it, when, when folks out there, when you hear us talking about this, immediately someone I know is going to say something like. But these people just want to get paid. Yeah. That's not the problem.
0: No, the, yeah, the problem isn't
1: that's not the, the big problem. payday
0: that Hickman and no. Dentine and, and everybody else is getting. The
1: problem for me is the longevity of it and the concept behind this, which is seemingly that creators, any creators, you as a creator, could also use this. However, they're not going to pay you that. No. And so like, it might work out of the gate for the larger creators, but yeah. anyone smaller yes like, i think is the people who are going to be trampled on
0: oh yeah well but here's the hope is uh, for for substack i imagine is that like let's get cynical for a second
1: oh for a change
0: a lot of comic book fans also fancy themselves comic book creators sure. or creatives in their own right. right and my expectation as substack is that i'm going to get legions of crea- of comic book fans who mm-hmm. are going to subscribe to the service. And they're going to subscribe to the service on one hand because they want to get the juicy new independent comic books that, again, are just such lucrative business. Like, this makes perfect sense for people like Tynan and Hickman. Yeah, It makes virtually no sense for you as the consumer to buy these books. But, like, here's the thing, is that uh, they're hoping that you'll subscribe to it and also use it like rather than make your own book and sell it through like comicsology Submit or through Patreon or Webtoons right, or something, right, right. you'll instead use Substack's model, and they'll take a percentage, and then it's like, so yeah, no, I spent like $60 million to get like five of the biggest names in the comic book industry to bring in their audiences, but let's say their audiences factor in the hundreds of thousands, that's probably like 50,000 people who are all going to subscribe to Substack and use the service, and then and then it'll be, it, it's kind of, hey, it, it'll hey, hey, be like, hey. kind of like this, you... where you, you bring in 10 friends, and then those 10 friends get 10 friends friends and then those 10 friends get 10 friends and all those people are paying into it and then their percentages go wait, up, wait, up wait. the top of this little like uh, this triangle shaped system
1: I have a very specific question are you subscribing to Substack, or do you subscribe to the creator
0: i believe you're subscribed through, to the project you're subscribed to the project but you're subscribed through Substack,
1: right but like i'm subscribed to that project yeah yeah but if, I, that means that like the other creator i'm not giving them no,
0: money. no i'm no. giving
1: this project yeah Tynan
0: gets the money and Substack has, takes money but f- gets money, and but like, takes
1: money. I, I may not even look at that thing over there. No, you might not. This is a that's why I have so many creators is, under my this belt. This is ooh, this is like a Comic Con model yeah. because it's like you've got the smaller tables of independent creators that people tend to just walk past because it's not what they're looking for. They're looking to get something signed by a person they know who's like down the hall, so they got to get past the other people. But that doesn't mean they're going to stop and spend money.
0: No, no, but the but the but the 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 possibility is there. You know, they walk right past me, but but my product is so good. That there's no way that they can't. All I need is the eyeballs. All I need is for them to see me. And Substack, I'm sure the website, which you have to pay to learn anything about, uh, because you can't go to the website and like actually get any. I remember that. Yeah, you got to pay to get access to the information. Uh, but like, so see, but like you, but we're talking about it. How many times have I said Substack in the last like few minutes? That's worth ten million dollars for me to spend just to get people talking about it. You got to get that sub stack, see sub stack. It's like, it's like uh it's like a great sound. It's like a sound. It's just a sound. And once was saying it. They're using it. You know, like it's like Quibi where it's like everybody's saying, it, and it's just, it's so ubiquitous with success and money. Sub stack.
1: Okay. That doesn't mean it won't work out. And it doesn't mean it no. might not, like it could end up being a great outlet for creators of all size it, it is a
0: fantastic outlet for at least a few creators whose names include James Tynon the Mike Del Mundo Jonathan Hickman
1: I'm just Ramvey arguing like, it, it could work I don't want to like have us be like, woo, woo. like yeah. it could like you never know it could work it just it I don't know
0: it's it's not um it, yeah it is um it, it's not Bad. Here's the thing is that I can imagine people being like, they're selling out. And it's like, no, no, no. Listen, I'm going to poke fun at the biggest creators in the comic book industry for jumping ship and doing this because they can take it. Their job is to create and be paid. Mm -hmm. And this is too attractive. It's too good. It's too juicy. You see, you don't want to be the person who joins Substack for phase two you got to get in there in the immediate investors market where it's like, oh, 65 million seed money, you, 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 and you can guarantee a certain number. Well, even if you can't, here's the money like you don't have to pay that money back.
1: Right. And
0: it's like it's no loss for people like James Tyne, the fourth and Jonathan Hickman to leave. And I don't even say like I don't even know if Hickman is leaving. Maybe Hickman did. Maybe he's like, here, Doug, and if you could finish X-Men, see you fucking later. I'm getting 10 million bucks. And I'm using 10 million bucks as a placeholder. I have no idea what it is. It All I do know that is that they got an infusion of 65 million dollars. And I know that the, the the list is not 65 million creators. So <laughs> it's not like everyone's getting a buck. So uh but the but in this case, uh the comic book industry doesn't it's not, it it doesn't support creators to be able to like afford health insurance or be able to pay their rent. No. And so as you'll see, like we've talked about this, the, 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 the three step guide to being successful in the comic book industry. Step one, write for Batman. Step two, create an independent series that you siphon off your creator, your, your fandom from Batman to, to buy step three, sell independent creation to any number of streaming services that are also choked with money from investors or just from borrowing and then collect that check and an executive producer credit. Now you're in the TV industry and you got access to TV jobs and TV money. And now you can actually live.
1: Yeah. No, that's... And
0: unfortunately that's yeah. the nature of the beast. Like, and that's the, that's the nature of the industry. It too is unsustainable because it only rewards the top three. Like whoever's the top right now, you get that job. You know, mm-hmm. but that's how they make their money now. That's the new system. Yeah. The new market. I think it sucks, but I, I think it sucks from a creative standpoint. And I think it sucks because it only se- it, it it only hurts the comic. But like the comic is owned by a multinational conglomerate that like I shouldn't care about or like believe in.
1: But it's not owned by them, Well, right? like,
0: yeah, like Spider-Man isn't, isn't, he doesn't belong to me, he belongs to Disney. Yeah. You know, Batman doesn't belong to me, he belongs to Warner Brothers. Yeah. He belongs to at t or whatever. Like, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I care about the comic book industry and I love it and I want to see it grow and blossom. But like, you know, they'll be fine because they're owned by these like major corporations. Oh yeah, corporations. no,
1: I mean, like the fact is, it's like, it may actually open up opportunities well certainly it'll give creators, new creators to be able like, to, 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 to ascend to have that opportunity and like to do that yeah i mean i don't think either of us begrudge creatives the opportunity to, to make their money to, to get, get their motherfucking get, movie check to get that cheddar um because the fact is it's like you we've all heard the horror stories of how much comic book creators make or how much they'll be paid out for if a character of theirs is used sometimes like it's not a whole lot and you know, it, it sucks. And if they don't have a, you know, you know, like a support group or at home or support net yeah. at home that like like another individual working that like they could put them in a really bad situation. Yeah. They may not be able to afford health care. No, that it's they, a damn they shame really that they like, need.
0: But I'm glad there are places like the Hero Initiative that exists, yeah, to yeah, yeah, them, yeah. but no. it sucks that it has to exist. No, I,
1: I agree. And I, I think the problem is it's like on the one hand, I'm like, yay, they're getting some money. On the other hand, I'm like, but like... J- I don't. I don't see how this is going to fare. The reality
0: but, is, no one's gonna fucking buy these books. Well,
1: they might. They might like if you're. If it's like if they pitch it like it's Patreon and you're supporting this creator, yeah. it might work. Yeah, maybe because you're getting it. Like I. But I, if but if
0: it did work, they would have. They would have just gone to Patreon. The fact is if they if it would work they're doing it to get the check well
1: it depends it depends on if they have if Substack has it because i don't know because i haven't paid the money to go in and look um if they have some like you know other side like that puts the product in a better way right because like on patreon it would just be like a pdf or like whatever you know what I mean? yeah like they may have a better viewing experience sure. there sure. that's more tailored to reading maybe um and so that might be a reason. I don't know. Or it could
0: be the modern digital reader prefers the Webtoons model where it's just one PDF that goes on forever and you just scroll endlessly. You know, it, it, who knows? I never will. But... Uh,
1: See, I I might, though. You, I might. Well, unless they print it. Someplace. They will print
0: it because they have printing rights. See, there's the mm-hmm. thing is that Substack didn't give a shit about rights to the book or Which to the is creation. Weird. Well, it's not weird. It's just they have... It had to be the sweetest deal. Yeah. The sweetest true. deal is no 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 we just need to get as many subscribers at once right now. It's why HBO Max like gives movies away. Mm-hmm. Like why you can watch Suicide Squad for free instead of paying $30 opening weekend. Right. They just need the people and Disney's like we got them. We made Mandalorian. We're good. We got we got everybody. You know, they want more people but like the you know, we started. We know. We got the Marvel shows you know, HBO max has Titans. What are you going to do? You know, just give them suicide squad. Give them, give them, give them space jam Two. uh, Deb M says, this is Quibi vibes. Uh, that's exact. This is how they talked. Could be. And by the way, I made a joke about Quibi. I don't necessarily think it is Quibi, but like, you know, we'll see. Uh, Nachiket Naik says, uh, given a choice between a sub sandwich and a stack of pancakes, which would you rather have? <laughs> Just kidding. Just want to support you folks. Well, thank you, man. I, appreciate I, think it. It,
1: I think that question depends on the time of the day. It really does. Cause, cause I sometimes I like both of those. Yeah. Things. Sometimes I
0: can really go for a stack of pancakes, but like other times I could, I really need a sub. So uh, it's a great question.
1: Also uh, you use the correct word. You use sub sandwich.
0: That's right. Yeah. It's not a hero or anything, oh, uh, but yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's interesting. The comic book industry will, the comic industry in terms of the big two are going to like probably not even know what the hell's going on, to be perfectly honest with you knowing right Batman. No, well, they no. I just mean like, will it impact the industry in any way? I
1: don't I. I, No. if, okay. If it impacts anything, it will not be Marvel and DC. It'll be image and boom and dark horse. And those guys who already have a smaller percentage of the market, that's who it's going to hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Because boom was just having a Renaissance with these, a lot of these same creators yeah, al
0: ewing, uh, who are now tyner not going
1: to be giving them stories
0: or well, maybe not maybe al ewing and uh, james tyner the fourth will feel so indebted to boom for giving them their opportunity to, to give these epic books that are obviously going to be spun into tv shows right uh maybe they'll give the print rights to their substack comics to boom And they can enjoy the I feel like
1: if they're going to do like a print thing, it'll be through Dark Horse, because that's whoever it seems to go through, or an IDW.
0: Right, right. Well, IDW and Dark Horse just print pretty books.
1: They do a nice job. But
0: Boom does a nice job with printing as well. And I can imagine it's like, yeah, no, I could do that. But like the reality is, I only did it for the first check from Substack, so I don't care who prints the books. So I'll just throw a bone to my original publisher, because the other thing is, Substack will go bankrupt.
1: Maybe or it'll take off. Right? Or, Ma- like, yeah, maybe somehow. I'll eat crow
0: in a year, and Substack will we'll all be using Substack. But I doubt it. And I, and I feel like when it goes bankrupt, James and the Fourth, Valuing, Jonathan Eggman, like it'll be like a little blip in their careers, where they're like, hey, "Remember that time that I like really like upset my editor when I left, and I did this thing where mm-hmm. I got a fuck load of money." Yeah, that's what I remember: is making a fuck load of money. And then literally just going back and writing Batman again or anything else because, oh, right, I'm James Town in the fourth and I can literally do anything I want now.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, okay. So I see a, a comment in the chat saying the image in the beginning was people with no clue. That's not true. That's not true because Todd McFarlane was there. Yeah. And he's still there now. He's no, still but president. I'm just saying, like, you can't say that image was run by people who didn't know what they were doing. Most of them didn't, but Todd has like the sixth sense yes about business about business so it's like you had that going they, yeah. that's what they had going in their in their back that's yeah, why his
0: studio didn't fail yeah like, you know none of them knew anything about business jim lee did too he created a studio and then sold it off for an executive p- position at a at a concrete job yeah which i think he was always gonna do yeah but uh yeah the other guys and then
1: and the only way that image came back though was in a completely different, different model. form than yeah. you'd ever seen it before yeah, image had like, to freaking. Re- i mean like in terms of like the types of products they were putting out yes yeah 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 so it's it's just a phase and we'll see what, how it pans out yeah we'll see how it pans out
0: yeah but uh let's get into the recommendations for comics that are coming let's out that we think you should that. pick up. Uh, obviously
1: so then we're gonna also reveal the
0: the winner yes after this we're gonna and reveal then, the winner and
1: then we're gonna like end the show but we're not gonna end
0: the so show. don't go anywhere don't we're gonna leave. talk about suicide we're gonna squad
1: talk about then. suicide squad but this is who so we can make two videos <laughs>
0: So uh, my first recommendation, obviously, is Detective Comics number 1041. It comes out. It's uh, written by, hey, look at that, Matthew friggin Rosenberg and Mariko Tamaki. Tamaki's doing the main book. Rosenberg's doing the back. Okay. But uh, yeah, and uh, art by Derek Robertson.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, this this is my favorite Batman book, kind of, so far. Uh, it's my favorite ongoing monthly Batman book. Okay. And that's easy to say because there's a lot of them. Yes. Uh, Daredevil number 33 is coming out. Uh, it's, you know, the best. Uh, it's written by Chip Zdarsky and the art is by Marco Ciccetto Hooray! Uh, this is part three of oh, Lockdown.
1: Checchetto's back.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Chichetto's back.
0: Thank God.
1: But he's better than ever.
0: Speaking of uh, I have no idea. Zdarsky, uh, Spider-Man, Spider Shadow from What If? From Z- Chip Zdarsky and Pascal Ferry. This is the last issue of this What If mini series, and it has been a blast so far. You're gonna love it if you haven't already. You should read the last four issues. It's totally fun check it out uh infinite frontier number four is coming out remember when i talked about infinite frontier number three well it's back and it's coming out again from joshua Williamson and this time by paul pelletier uh and zermanico and jesus no, marina i don't see
1: zermanico on the cover
0: no but uh oh no, yeah so yeah. maybe this freaking system is wrong i mean Indeed. it would make sense because like zermanico did the last issue so uh but infinite frontier four check it out and uh can't wait for this book, Batman 89 number one, written by Sam Ham, the script writer for the Batman 89 movie. Yes, his name is Sam Ham. Uh, and art by Joe quinone's six-issue miniseries, I believe. This book, I can't wait for this book. It's coming tomorrow. I have
1: like I have like the brain of a 10-year-old. <laughs> I'm like, blah, Sam Ham, it rhymes. It does. That's funny.
0: Also, Justice League Last Ride, number four from Chip Sadarsky and Miguel Mendoza. Uh, I'm not, you know, this book uh, lost my attention, but I'm still going to check it out. I kind of dropped off in the last issue, so we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, it's fine.
1: Uh, X-Force number 22 is coming out, uh, written by Benjamin Percy with art by Robert Gill. I, I'm gonna I this 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 is a book I might drop for a bit I don't know we'll see I gotta tell you kid omega keeps dragging me back in that's a sentence I never thought I'd say no um but we'll see uh children of the Adam.
0: Atom- oh we dropped sorry
1: oh where did we drop from
0: uh just start over from uh from x from children of the atom
1: children of the atom number six is also coming out we're back it's it's all fine here now it's written by uh, Vida ayala with art by uh, paco medina
0: yay i'm
1: gonna check this out and we'll we we'll just see i don't know <laughs> it's do you see what this says no one likes goodbyes the hellfire gala is here what this oh my god this Book. I just it's just a book out of time yeah Um. I wanted to bring this up uh, for free comic book day obviously you should check out the offerings at uh, your local comic book store or just in yes. general what different publishers are putting out or the free comic book day website just to find out what's available to you Um. and sometimes you have to get there early because some of them like they don't get as many of them or they go quickly yeah you gotta go early um, for example if you like something is killing the children um, then you may want to pick up the free comic book day uh, issue of enter the house of slaughter which is the spin-off series from Something is Killing the uh, Children uh, written by James Tynan IV with art by Werther Del Edera. Nice. Did I say that right? I think you did. Nice. I just wanted to toss this out there that Silver Coin number 5 is coming out. Uh, It's by Mike Walsh. Ooh. Just by Mike Walsh. Art, everything, the whole thing. Nice. I almost missed this one, but I'm going to come back to this one.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: Wonder Woman 777 is coming out. Uh, Last issue didn't really... Do it for me. So I'm hoping I dig this one. I really like the first arc of this run. I know the second arc. The first issue was pretty strong. Yeah, I didn't necessarily like the last one. So let's we'll see what happens with this one. It's uh written by Becky Cleanum, uh and Michael Conrad, with art by Emanuela Lupacino.
0: Yeah, and Wade von Grabader.
1: Yes. there's yes. A lot of names on here. There's a lot of names on here. I think that's that's it. Um. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to throw out there, folks, uh, Al Ewing is writing Defenders number one, and it's coming out this week. Uh, just go get it. Just buy it. <laughs> it's uh, drawn by Javier Rodriguez. Uh, come on, guys. Just let the Defenders come back. Please buy it. Yeah, buy it. <laughs> yeah,
0: support this book. Uh, pick it up on Wednesday.
1: Please just let this happen. Right. This, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got.
0: That's fair. <laughs> uh, LT3 says, similar thing happened to Twitch. MSoft slash Mixer offered big streamers multi-million yes! dollar contracts. Mixer went bust, and they jumped back to Twitch. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what this reminds me of. Thank you, was the Mixer situation.
1: That, uh, that's a fine poll And that there. took, like,
0: no time for Mixer to go belly up. <laughs> uh Curvan fifty five says, "Have you read about Kieran sub Substacks, and his reason for leaving?" No, no I have not. But we'll look so let's we'll check after that out. It's... Yeah, and we'll talk more about it maybe next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, let's decide who is going to be the winner. And by decide, I mean it's going to be who randomly be drawn. The
1: so... By the way, all, you don't have to really buy defenders on only if you're interested in it. That's Never right. feel like any of us are pressuring you to purchase something just to get sales up. Like yeah. only grab it if you're interested in it. I, it's my job to let you know it exists, though, yeah. and it is written by Al Ewing. So <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs>